future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host in the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London. So let's get down to business. We have had an interesting 24 hours in the crypto space. So let's go into what's been going on. Ripple prices diving after exclusive announcement from Coinbase. We'll find out more about that in a second. Chinese social media apps blocking crypto exchanges on social media apps and devices. And also a Korean messaging uh, giant is to launch blockchain subsidiaries. So let's find out more about these stories and get on to the next part of the show. Crypto News Flash. Crypto News Stories from around the world. Ripple dives after Coinbase quashes support rumors. Great story, fresh just in. So let's get into the story. The Ripple price posted a double digit percentage decline on Tuesday after cryptocurrency exchange and brokerage platform Coinbase squashed rumors that it had decided to add XRP to its list of supported assets. The cryptocurrencies markets had a comprehensive retreat on Tuesday, and more than 90% of the top 100 cryptocurrencies lost value against the US dollar. However, the Ripple market endured one of the most significant sell-offs, diving the XRP price down 11% to a present value of $0.94 cents after a trading as high as $1.08 on Monday. XRP now has a circulating market cap of approximately $36.8 billion. XRP trading volume is still heavily concentrated in South Korean exchanges, although somewhat less than it was on Monday. Bitham XRP to a Korean Wong trading pair accounts for nearly 26% of all Ripple volume, while fellow XRP Korean Wong markets up bit and Coin1 compromise another 12%. These Korean exchanges are now pricing Ripple at a 4% premium over its value in other markets. While it is true that cryptocurrencies fell across the board, Ripple's decline was more than double that of the index, which fell by about 5%. This is likely because, as CCN reported, the XRP price had been buoyed by rumors that Coinbase would announce support for Ripple this week. Similar rumors have been swirled around for several months, presumably because Ripple is the only top five cryptocurrency not listed on Coinbase. At present, the platform supports Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. Ripple backers strongly believe that XRP will be added to Coinbase in the near future. However, the company tweeted on Monday that it had made no decisions to add additional assets to either GDAX or Coinbase, adding that any statement or the contrary is untrue and not authorized by the company. Unsurprisingly, Coinbase's statement took the wind out of the rally sales and the Ripple price quickly dropped below dollar parity and continued to decline as the market began its comprehensive retreat. Any Ripple holders out there, let me know your thoughts on the story. It's an interesting one. Um, it's something that probably happens every two to three months that you know stories start circulating that Ripple is going to be added on uh, Coinbase. So let me know your thoughts. Were you expecting this or did this, uh, did this blindside you like it did a lot of other people? Let's get on to the next story. China now blocking crypto exchanges on social media, a story that's been receiving a lot of attention, so let's jump into it. 
Chinese regulators are reportedly blocking social media accounts held by cryptocurrency exchanges that still offer services in the country. According to a report by Kexin today, authorities have shut down some exchanges' channels on channels dominant China's dominant social messaging app, WeChat. In one example, the official account of OKX on WeChat has been blocked, while links to all previous content are now merely showing a notification that reads, the platform may have violated relevant laws and regulations after being reviewed by per user's complaints, the account is currently blocked and the content is unavailable. While the company has apparently denied interference by regulators, Kexin said it has confirmed that the WeChat censorship is a result of tightened official oversight on platforms that still offer cryptocurrency services to Chinese investors. As reported by Coindesk, following the ban of initial coin offerings by the People's Bank of China in September, OKCoin, once a major cryptocurrency exchange based in China, moved its crypto-to-crypto trading platform OKX overseas. Since it still offers services for Chinese investors, its official account on WeChat had become a major communication channel for the distribution of trading information among users. So far, though, Huboy.com, which also has an overseas trading platform available in mainland China, still remains functional on WeChat. The Cakesin report adds that regulators are also looking to urge law enforcement agencies to further block the IP addresses of overseas crypto exchanges. Drawing the authorities' attention is that by listing new ICO tokens, Exchanges are flouting the ban on offering ICOs to domestic investors. As I said, a story that's been getting a lot of attention. Let me know your thoughts. Let's get on to the next one. South Korean messaging giant Kakao to launch blockchain subsidiary. Let's jump in. South Korean internet giant Kakao, which owns the popular messaging app Kakao Talk, is reportedly moving to integrate blockchain technology in its business. Local news source The Bell reported Monday that Kakao is considering to launch of a wholly owned subsidiary, which will focus on developing blockchain applications. Furthermore, the firm may be planning an initial coin offering. If so, the move echoes that of Telegram, another instant messaging company that claims to have netted $850 million so far through its multi-stage ICO. According to another report by TechCrunch today, Kakao has confirmed that it aims to set up blockchain units, although no further details were revealed. However, the company did not comment on the possibility of holding an ICO. Notably, the South Korean government explicitly banned the blockchain-based fund raising activity in September last year. The news follows Kakao's previous involvement in the launch of Upbit, a South Korean-based cryptocurrency exchange. Let me know your thoughts on this ICO. It's interesting. We'll keep you updated with this story because we're getting more and more information by the day. Um, <laughs> we'll see if they have an ICO. And if they do, let's see how they plan it. Let's see if they have a, a large hard cap like Telegram get, did. I don't know how... Uh, I don't think it's worked out very well for Telegram. I mean, they've, they've raised a lot of money, but everyone I speak to um, is not really inter- interested in that particular ICO. So let me know your thoughts and let's get on to the next part of the show. Top Twitter tweet of the day. The top Twitter tweet today goes to Blockchain Life, and here's the tweet. Winklevoss twins, Bitcoin will be worth $332,000. Bitcoin will be worth 40x as much in the coming period. There is a maximum stock of Bitcoin, so it's better than scarce. 
It's also portable. It is sustainable. And as a result, overall, it's better than gold. And you can go follow Blockchain Life at Blockchain Life. Great tweet, definitely worth a follow. The second tweet today goes to Frank Chaparro. And you can go follow him at Fintech Frank. <laughs> Great name. Great handle. Here's the tweet. Morgan Stanley is looking to staff up its stock research unit for crypto talent. So they're aggressively recruiting. Great tweet. Follow them both. Let's get on to the next part of the show. SBK's current global crypto view. On this part of the show, I'm going to do two things. One is go through the Telegram groups where the attention is at present. So let's kick things off with the Telegram winners in the last 24 hours. So number one is Fresco. That has over 7,000 um, 7, new Telegram members. The second is the Abyss. That has just under 3,000 new Telegram members in the last 24 hours. Airdrop Alert. That has 2,500 capacity. That grew by 2,300. Gladius grew by 2,000. Um, Iro which grew by over 1,100, and DIW token, which grew just over 1,000 members in the last 24 hours. The biggest members of all time to kick things off is Rethereum, with over 100,000 subscribers. Second is Current, that's over 100,000 as well. Third is Horrify, which is over 90,000. Friends ICO, that has over um 80,000 jet 8 that's just under 70,000 we power that has over 63,000 members oh, and and that's uh, phenomenal to see so the second thing i want to talk about is an ico called yegadash yegadrash sorry <laughs> token symbols y e e d the hard cap for the project is 40 million dollars ico participants receive 50% of total token supply so the conversion rate 1 y e e d would equate to eight cents, which is perfect to see. Maximum market cap at ICO on a fully diluted basis is $18 million. Bonus structure, so they will be receiving one YEED for six cents, um, and that's the private sale. Pre-list or whitelist, uh, whitelist registration opens soon. ERC20 token, yes, countries excluded from the, from the sale is USA, Singapore, and China. So, timeline, pre-ICO runs from March 12th to the 16th, 2018. Main sale runs March 19th to the 23rd. So, what does the project do, or what does it aim to do? So, Yogadrash is a company that aims to improve upon today's blockchains with, improve, with improved data capacity, speed, and expandability reputation scoring system. They plan to downsize the amount of data running a full node on their blockchain consumes, such as users download one in under an hour. Their method of achieving this is through their block reassembling algorithm, which consists of the Akashic, Akashic record, block boxes, and original blocks. The Akashic record stores the results of all transactions from a Genesis block to a block at a specific checkpoint, e.g. 100,000 blocks. Block box contains a set number of blocks per box, e.g. 10,000 blocks, and original block are standalone blocks that have not been allocated to a black box. A bit of a tongue twist to that one. <laughs> so, how advanced is the project? Yagdrash has only posted proof-of-concept code on their GitHub and will not be releasing their mainnet until next year, which is a little bit of concern. Overall, development and conceptualization of Yagdrash only started last year. 
Q1 2018, start AML slash KYC. Q2, end AML slash KYC token distribution. Q3, release testnet. Q2 2019, release mainnet, which is quite far away. So what are tokens going to be used for? The yield uh, is primarily primarily used to reward miners on Yagdrash. Miners can choose to either mine reputable branch coins or the network as a whole. Yield is also used uh, in order to connect branch tokens to the main stem chain of Yagdrash. So only more dApps are being built using Yagdrash. More yield will be consumed in order to maintain them. The team, David Siu, CEO and co-founder, COO of Coin One, previously project manager of Maritz Securities. Peter Rue, CTO and co-founder, eight plus years of programming experience, previously a core de developer icon, blockchain architecture at The Loop. And John Heek Su, CFO, five plus years um, at a big four CPA firm, MBA candidate at UC Berkeley's Haas School of Business, actually not enrolled yet, class of 2020 expected. So quite a young guy. Um, so concerns, the GitHub history is very young. Uh, real development did not begin, well, did not happen until February 2018, so last month. This makes it difficult to see whether the team can build out the idea that they have proposed in the white paper. The roadmap is vague. The only milestones are after token distributions are release testnet and release mainnet. This makes it difficult to analyze the level of planning that the team has done. Conclusion uh, for for uh, a short-term hold, Yagdrash uh, should not be should have no problem reaching the hard cap given the market awareness. However, Yi tokens will be distributed in May, which is a longer time period than the average ICO project. Um, for long-term holding, I mean, while the team is solid, their background is heavily related to Korea. So we believe Yagdrash would be a difficult time, or would have a difficult time gaining traction outside Korea. This makes Yagdrash a more regional blockchain similar to Neo, Qtum, and Icon, which puts Yagdrash in head-to-head -head competition with Icon. Well, listen, guys, as always, this is not trading advice. This is not investment advice. This is just our in-house view of what we're currently looking at so let me know your thoughts that's a wrap i got to bounce remember to like us tweet us at svk underscore crypto telegram us we've got an awesome telegram group which is growing daily which is great to see which is svk crypto crowd one word remember to, to join to join the telegram group email myself c story c s t o double r y at svk crypto.com that's a wrap i got to bounce have a great day listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on CSTory at SVKcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website www.svkcrypto.com. <laughs>